Chapter 34 Science Says All my life I have been hearing all kinds of solemn nonsense prefixed by the words, Science Says. When I was in the seventh grade, our science teacher read predictions by a number of scientists about the future germ-free world, when everyone would be living in glass-enclosed cities and farms. Now we know that most germs are beneficial, and that life is impossible without them, but our scientists have not learned humility. I have a book by a prize-winning scientist in which he blames the Puritans for our desire for a germ-free world. The Puritans, of course, had nothing to do with what scientists taught a few years back. Again, in junior and senior high school, and at the university, I was faithfully taught that our coal and oil reserves were small, and the world would be without coal and oil in about 25 years. Well, 25 years have come and gone, and the estimate of the world's reserves is higher, but we still hear the same talk. In the early and mid-1960s, a California scientist made all kinds of frightening predictions about world overpopulation by 1975, and two other men predicted worldwide famine by 1975. But none of them are laughed at today, and they are still being quoted solemnly by the faithful followers of the cult of science. The strong faith in the face of all evidence, which most people have in science, is really amazing. When they hear that science says something, they abandon all common sense and listen obediently to the current garbage. Many scientists tell us that a healthy skepticism is basic to science. What we too often see is the blindest of faith. On the other hand, these same people listen sleepily, if at all, to the proclamations of Scripture. Thus saith the Lord does not arouse in them the instant attention or curiosity which science says does. Because their faith is not in the Lord, but in science, one of the modern Baals. A man listens to what he believes in, and a man's thinking is determined by his faith. St. Paul speaks of those who have itching ears to hear lies and false doctrine, and there will always be people to supply itching ears with the nonsense they are drawn to. The problem lies in us. Will we have itching ears or hearing ears? Will we say with the psalmist, I will delight myself in thy statues, I will not forget thy word? Psalm 119.16 Or will we be open to the word of every learned fool who claims to be an authority?